this week on another digital citizen. Fro is not only sick, but he has watched the Zone of Interest. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a show that I'm 110% sure Luke will love to edit. Hi, everybody. I'm Fro. With me, I have Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Yeah. It's going marvelous. I only have 39.7 degrees Celsius uh, in uh, fever today, so... I don't know what that is exactly, but I can look it up, I guess. I, I don't. Uh-huh. I feel like you shouldn't have a that high of a fever that many days in a row because we you had that high of a fever on Monday, as far as I remember. Oh, I had thirty nine on on Monday, so it's going down. Oh, I see. All right, I I didn't it's remember. It's going down. I'm yelling timber. Yeah, there's like a. I know, it's bad. Definitely not good to have a fever for a really long time. And you've been sick no. since when? Uh, since Sunday night. Mm. Okay. So yeah. it's been a few days, but not like... Yeah, I guess you were pretty much fine on Saturday, now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah no, Saturday I was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sick. I have allergies. But other than that, that I'm, counts. I'm, not, I'm not really sick. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it counts for me because I've had allergies like my whole life, like to the point where I think I've gotten used to it at this point. Like it's nice to take allergy pills and not feel it, but Mm -hmm. I just, I just walk around with a runny nose most of the time because it's just like, I'm so used to having allergies all the time. Yeah. If somebody knew, uh, didn't know that you very well, they could believe that you had a Coke problem. Oh, that kind of I was I was I I'm drinking a a, a diet a diet Dr. Shasta right now. <laughs> Not That's what that I was thinking. Of coke. A, a delicious diet Dr. Shasta. <laughs> Not not that kind of coke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Google it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sniff sniff. Right, uh, but yeah, uh, so we're we're not going to make this a super long show, uh, but uh, yeah, let's talk about the news, I guess. Okay, let's talk about uh, the U.S. Uh, warns of a national t- security threat uh, from Russia, um, wanting to put a nuclear west weapon into space. This was like a big deal, mm-hmm. like the day after or the night we did the podcast last week, I think Um, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden's national security advisors and leading lawmakers on Capitol Hill sought to uh, allay public concerns on Wednesday after the house intelligence committee chairman warned of a national security threat. Two sources familiar with deliberations on Capitol Hill said the intelligence has to do with Russia wanting to put a nuclear weapon into space. This would not be a drop nuclear weapon onto Earth, but rather to possibly use the weapon against satellites. Uh, Still, this is very concerning and very sensitive, says one source, calling it a a quote-unquote, a big deal. Alright. I am sure Steve Carell and John Malkovich are very, very happy. Uh, They were the two leads in Space Force, by the way. 
I don't remember John Malkovich being in there, but I do. I mm-hmm. barely remember that show because I saw two episodes and never watched any more of it because it was terrible. Me neither. Uh, that's why I googled it to be a hundred and ten percent honest. Oh, that, like, that makes more sense. Let's, let's make a space force joke. I was like thinking, yeah. You're like, who the fuck but was you even in go that to show? Spa- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can go to spaceforce.com and. <laughs> It's that show that they made to make fun of Donald Trump for making a thing called yes. Space Force, and then now it yes. still exists under the Biden administration, yes. and it's nobody's joking yes. about it now. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that that thing, the Space Force. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what this whole thing was actually. The Space Force was created for this kind of exact reason. Exactly. Yes. Because we had heard already. Uh, years ago, there was a story we covered about the Russians shooting down a defunct satellite mm-hmm. just to see if they could do it, right? That was the yeah, whole... Yeah, and they could. Yeah. yeah, and it sent, like, shrapnel all throughout space because they blew yeah. up a, a thing in space. There's no gravity, so it's just, like, pieces of shit flying around everywhere up there. Mm-hmm. And people were pissed because companies, other their satellites were then put in danger f- from yeah. the shrapnel. It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying they want to use nu- a nuclear weapon against satellites, I guess. Yep, yep, amazing. Uh, the best news I have heard this week. I mean, they're also saying, oh. what I've heard is, this isn't exactly, like, they're saying, oh, wow, this is this big thing that nobody's ever heard of, but that this, like I said, we knew about this capability of shooting down satellites years in, ago, years ago yeah. so it's not really yeah. that big of news. They're making it more, more out of it than I think is necessary i don't know not really it's a big difference yeah i think you're wrong in the way that it's a big difference between shooting things down in space and an atom fucking bomb i guess so i don't it just depends on how big the the bomb is right i mean if it's a really small like suitcase nuclear bomb in space i don't know what that'll do to anybody or anything other than you know getting rid of satellite communications and you know, internet and television yeah. and things like that. I wouldn't, I mean, I would, I'm guessing we have something that does this exact thing. I'm guessing China has something that already oh, does this exact thing. I uh, bet you do, but uh, I bet the you're UK, not allowed to talk about it. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm sure we do. I bet we have some kind of, you know, satellite destroying weapon, whether it's nuclear or not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that scares people is the nuclear part, right? Uh, yes. I yes. saw a whole thing of if if uh, the Russians set off a nuclear bomb in space, it might throw off the Earth Earth orbit, and we're all, we're all going to die because it's going to throw off the Earth's orbit and send us into the sun. I was like, I think that's a little far fetched, but I don't know a lot about space, so. Yeah, and I don't know a lot about atom bombs either, so. That's that's why I think Oppenheimer is winning this year's uh, Oscars is because people are scared of that bomb. <laughs> no joke. Like they need they need to have a film about it. Yeah, they, they should make a a film about that and have it be uh have it be Oscar nominated multiple times. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, hey, uh, Trumpy Lump, uh, he's half a billion in debt right now. That's a lot of money. Yeah, starting with the $38 million court settlement that we talked about recently for the defamation mm-hmm. case. Now, 
uh, Trump's assets are are being uh, challenged, I guess, if he does not pay the three new three hundred and fifty five million dollar verdict levied against him by yeah, General Letitia James. Yeah. Uh, she says in a quote. If he does not have the funds to pay off the judgment, then we will seek judgment enforcing mechanisms in the court. We will ask the judge to seize his assets. That means yeah. we're talking like Trump Tower. Yes. You know, all these it Trump will be fun buildings. When Trump yeah. Tower is, is owned by the state. That will be a. Fun and they thing. take. They, that's going to be a huge story of like all the buildings, like the, <laughs> the Trump thing in Las Vegas and the one in where, you know, all those buildings. Yeah, buildings the, that have Trump's name like all over it. Exactly. All those yeah, names yeah. getting taken off would be a huge story for sure. Um, he of course decided to sell some sneakers this week to try to make up some of that thirty-five. They were three hundred fifty so million dollars. Not not that old gory and gold at all. People were saying he did that specifically to try to get money to pay this off, and I'm like, do you know how sneakers work? Because you can't yeah. just like decide the day after a trial oh i'm gonna like design and produce right. uh, mass produce a bunch of sneakers now <laughs> how much were they 399 dollars yeah it was like 400 bucks or something yeah yeah and they looked gory and ugly like fuck damn they looked extremely ugly i think there was like a limited edition version and then there were some yes. other ones that weren't as limited edition they sold out of the good versions uh, very very fast so you know it's just scalpers it's just like people of course it is yeah, yeah. and then they're trying gonna it's all resellers re resellers nobody actually bought it because they want to wear these ugly ass shoes they also he gave a, a pair of the like i think it was like the first one in the production line to the, some fucking big asshole that had like supported him for a long time oh I didn't hear yeah. that yeah anyway uh, let's uh, go to uh, some other horrible news uh, I mean ugh, Paul Julian Assange uh, how long will we talk about this until he's released or dies something I very very happen I think will happen soon one of those things, and it's not a good thing. Uh, yeah, the second day of court happened today, and I was expecting <laughs> for us to have the results of that hearing today when we woke up this when I woke up this morning for the show. Um, but now we're seeing that WikiLeaks Assange faces a, a wait to find out whether he can challenge uh, again challenge extradition. Uh, mm -hmm. Julian Assange won't find out until next month. At its earliest, whether he can challenge extradition to the U.S. spying charges, two high court judges said Wednesday, today, they would take time to consider their verdict after a two-day hearing, which happened yesterday and today, in which Assange's lawyers argued sending him to the U.S. would risk flagrant denial of justice. The attorneys for the U.S., where Assange has been indicted, said he put innocent lives at risk and went beyond journalism in his bid to solicit, steal, and indiscriminately publish classified U.S. documents. Mm -hmm. Assange's lawyers asked the high court to grant him a new appeal, his last roll of the legal dice in the saga that, kept, that has kept him in British high-security prison. So, uh, the judges, Victoria Sharpinger, Jeremy Johnson, rule against Assange, or if they do, he can ask the European high court 
a European Court of Human Rights uh, to block his extradition. The supporters worry he could be put on a plane before that happens by the U.S., which mm-hmm. that would be a, a big deal if that does happen. Yeah, I sadly don't think he will be able to challenge this, but uh, I think this is now getting to be a, such a big deal for everybody in in charge that I are like, oh, we can't let him out, even though we probably should. I, I think it's going to be bad for Biden as far as voting goes, if people start to find out about this, but I don't know, maybe that maybe some people will like it, and some people aren't going to like it, it's hard to tell. Uh, the Australian Parliament this week also passed a motion calling for the US and UK to release Assange as well. Um, mm-hmm. The Australian MPs voted 86 to 42 that Assange should be allowed to come back to Australia, which, if you remember in the past, the Australians have said they would let him come there uh, if the UK lets him go to avoid him but, getting uh, sent to but, the US. Uh, yeah. uh, but, I mean, look, he has to be American because he's uh, charged for excess espionage, isn't he? Espionage against the <laughs> US, Amer- right. Yes. And he's not a US in citizen, America. right? Because yeah. that's how yes. espionage works, as we've said in the yes. past. Right. Yes, yes. That's definitely how it works. Another thing that came up in this court case is that the whole saga of the CIA CIA trying to assassinate him, um, that was part of his defense, was like, yeah, they tried to assassinate me, and now you're going to send me there. So that's a pretty, I think that's a pretty good point. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, when people say things are not really black or white... Uh, Isn't that a song by... Is that Little Richard who did that song? Doesn't really matter if you're black or white. I don't think that's... I think it's uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, it is Michael Jackson. You're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, someone that should care more if they're black or white is uh, Rachel uh, Dolsal. Yeah, the infamous race pretender is what they're calling her. Who uh, ended she up, definitely is. Who legally changed her name in 2017 to Nikeshi Diallo. Mm-hmm. Um, she was fired Tuesday after a school became aware of an OnlyFans account, which she had uh, listed in her public Instagram. Her po- uh, This is from the school district spokesperson. Her posts are contrary to the district's use of social media by district employees policy and our st- staff ethics policy. Dozell launched an OnlyFans in 2021, stating subscribers could expect fitness videos, hair chair conversations and tutorials <clears throat> and art discussions, as well as feet pics. Quote, unquote. Alright. Nice. Um, so she, she really liked that Super Bowl Jesus commercial. Right, yeah. She thought, mm-hmm. she totally was into that. Um, mm-hmm. She admitted that although she identified as black, she was born white in 2018, sparking national outrage, if you remember that. Um, No. (laughs) Apparently, she... What I'm to understand is she created this OnlyFans, and it's been around since 2021. And it originally was like this stuff, but has moved over to being more risky, a little... Uh, more sexual, and that is what actually caused the 
Like they knew they, it wasn't that they just found out that this OnlyFans existed. They knew it existed. It's just that it's slowly started to get more uh, sexual, and that's what the school district had a problem with. Um, not her necessarily just is having the, an OnlyFans, right? Is it a little bit funny that you kind of used the word racy? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it is a big thing right now of teachers getting fired for having an OnlyFans. It's, uh, you can't go mm -hmm. a week in America without seeing at least two or three stories of female teachers getting fired from their jobs for having an OnlyFans account in different... Not even in, like, one state or anything. It's, like, all over the place. Um, it's kind of wild. Uh, yeah. It's kind of an interesting thing because, like, number one, we don't pay our teachers enough. And that's why yeah. they have to go out and do OnlyFans, and then you get mad at them for trying to make a living uh, because you don't pay them enough. That's the way I see it, I guess. But other people yeah. would be like, well, you can't have women who have an OnlyFans as like a high school teacher because then these high school kids are going to go look it up, and then the, there's like a yeah. weird dynamic between them and their teachers, and that is also strange. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think pay teachers more, and then they won't have to do OnlyFans. That's what I think. <laughs> I think of the very known Pink Floyd uh, song. We don't need no education. We only need only fans. Is that yeah? That was my favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, part of that album mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Hey, teacher, leaves our kids alone. Exactly. Yeah, no, I I think she should be fired for other reasons, but that's me. Uh, I. I remember when I saw the documentary about her, how fucking angry I was. It was just like, yeah, uh, one of the weirdest stories. In you know, the funniest part of it is like people don't remember this really, but the people she was working with at like mm -hmm. the NAACP or whatever, mm -hmm. at the time they were like, yeah, she lied, but she... She was actually really good at her job. Yeah, she, yeah, I know. <laughs> she yeah. was great at defending black people, even though she wasn't mm -hmm. black, right? She, mm -hmm. she was still amazing at uh, fighting for at her job. For the, yeah, yeah, fighting for those uh, causes, yeah. even though she lied, yeah. right? It's just weird. Yeah. I also remember her parents being on Doctor Phil. That was also a fun that... part of it. After the th after it or before? Oh yeah, yeah, no, after. No, oh, after, after, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought I would thought yeah. maybe they were on there before and then didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. The reason why they found out was a reporter looked into her family history and found her mom and dad. Sure, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. you, that you would obviously that would be one of the first things you you go after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to Trun. I didn't think he was too negative this time. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna give another negative message. Hello, this is Trun with Trun Tells the Truth again. Why I say again? Because you think when the world is going to a shit show, is one safe haven in the world, my fucking country of Norway. Yes, Norway has been like a social utopia for some Americans are communist hell for some Americans, but now the conservative assholes who be watching too much Fox News also seems to win here in Norway. Yeah, 
For the right-wing party, a person now have suggested that Elon Musk should be nominated for the Peace Nobel's Peace Prize. Well, that's the same party who also nominated Trump and George Bush Jr. You, yes. Again, these powers are now getting more and more ahead in the polls. I don't know why, because what happened to Norway in the economical problems lately is basically because of the capitalism they are for. They are for free market, but they don't like the electricity prices to get too high because they don't want to sell the electricity to Europe. They don't want to sell the electricity to Europe and therefore the free market. They want the state to build every road, but no, don't fucking don't even get me started. So conservatives are for everything about the free market, but when it goes wrong, it's everybody else's fault. My low wages is because of the free market. My need of a union is because of the free market. It's not my fault that the their free fucking market don't give them extremely cheap things all the time. When people demand for something, the prices go up. When people demand for more housing, the prices go up. When more people use gasoline as their own only resource to get, get energy, the price goes up. But not according to the modern conservatives. The reason why prices goes up is because the government, the live media, the socialists, the communists, even when they are in power, that is the fucking only solution they can get. This is where we are heading right now. We're going to write the right-wing government with two right-wing parties who don't agree about anything. The one, one, the one of them wanted Norway to join the European Union, as me, because they found out they are stronger together. The other one blames the European Union for everything. I think like totally closed borders and now immigrants will make the perfect society. The problem is, but Norway, we need immigrants or we don't can fill up all the jobs. What is their solution? Yes, just put every unemployed person into those jobs. That's not possible because we don't have enough education, educated people to do those jobs. And, well, what do, what do they answer then? Yes, that's all the socialists fall, even when they set in government. So this is a fucking complicated bullshit, and it's keeping going on and on and on. The problem is they're winning on it. It's like... Trumpism. You can say they can say anything, claim anything, and it's suddenly a fucking fact. We are in the most dangerous situation of the world right now, and I know some experts say we should not talk about it. We should we should be more positive, but I'm not very positive. Lunatics in Hungary, lunatics can win in the Netherlands, and lunatics can win in Germany. Yeah, you know when lunatics win in Germany. They usually win once and everyone loses for many years. This is the fucking situation right now. If Trump come back, this shit shall be even worse. I live in Bergen, Norway. It's a big military city. Well, I don't know what I'm gonna fucking do. We got the biggest navy base in Europe and or in Scandinavia up there. So I'm fucking moving. This world need more places to work together than ever. But everyone being be the king of the fucking hill. That's the fucking problem. We, we found out that was not a good idea in 1945. 
We have not learned anything from history in 2024, but we're gonna learn a hard fucking lesson in 2025. If we are alive then, enough of us, there was left. This was Tron, we're trying to tell the truth with another fucking negative message because there's no positive one ahead. Bye. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you as always, Tron. I have obviously three shows this week because guess what? I'm sick. And also I've seen three movies, so. Oh, okay. I know you slept for like many hours a day, so I'm not surprised. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Let's see, the first thing I saw was one of two shows that were like the same show, uh, Totally Funny Kids on the CW network. Did you see this? Okay. Nope. Okay. It was basically America's Funniest Home Videos without the comp- competition part. I guess they do okay. at the end crown like the best video of the of the show or whatever, but it's bas- it's America's Funniest Home Videos with Animals. The thing I remembered about America's Funniest Home Videos that I guess, I don't know how I kind of spaced this out, but there was like a cash prize at the end that you could win, right? Okay. Do you remember that about Mer- I guess you never really... Ha- did you watch America's Funniest Home Videos at all? I did, okay. yeah. Was it like reruns when you were a child or later in life? Yes. Or? Yeah, no, when I was a child, it was reruns. Right, because... The whole thing of that was like it was interesting because somebody was going to win ten thousand dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. That part of this is not there, and all it is is just internet uh, animal videos that are kind of goofy, and then a terrible host that has the worst lines ever. Um, yeah, it was one of two shows this week. Did you see the other totally funny show on CW this week? No. There's another one called Totally Funny Kids, also. That came out at the. Sorry, what was the first one? Totally, totally funny, funny animals, and this one is called oh. Totally Funny Kids. They were, I'm pretty sure, shot on the exact same set. They have two mm-hmm. separate hosts, though. One is a f- woman, one one is a man. Uh, mm-hmm. The kids show is hosted by. They're neither of these people you've ever seen or heard of, um, and it's they're the same show. Just one is all kid videos, and the other one is all animal videos. There's a cheap-ass, terribly-made shows. I kind of feel bad for the hosts that they got stuck doing this, but, you know, at least they got paid. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's like a 1.5 for both of them. Ooh. They're equivalent. Yeah, if you like a concept from the 90s without the excitement of people actually winning a cash prize, (laughs) right, then, yeah. Sounds riveting. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw uh, an uh, Max original documentary called uh, The Truth About the Gym. About, sorry? About Jim or about the gym? No, about Jim. Okay, there we go. Uh, About Jim Mordecai uh, that they think maybe was uh, the Zodiac killer. Right, okay. Um... But uh, evidence suggests he wasn't the Zodiac killer. But uh, it's 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 very very interesting. Um, it's a true crime thing on on Max. Okay. Uh, I think I think uh, it was one of the better uh, documentaries. I have never heard about this guy. So, um, but yeah, no, he he. 
he was a real killer and things like that. But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, very interesting. I recommend it. I gave it a 7.5. Is this like... Because I remember last year there was a whole big thing with the DNA test or whatever that identified... Is that the... This is the guy that they're talking about? Sorry? There was a whole big thing about the Zodiac Killer getting DNA... uh, They found DNA that matched him through like... Using, you know, how people, like, they found his cousin had done mm. uh, AncestryTree.com or whatever, that one of those web, mm. uh, you know, one of those DNA testing things, and they had connected that guy through the DNA they had found in one of the cases to that. I mm. wonder if this is the same person or not. You know? No, yeah. no, no. Okay. And here, here they were like, oh, he wore the same shoe size, and he looked uh, alarmingly like the police sketches and... His personality was very much like the Zodiac Killer. Oh, okay. I feel like the yeah. DNA stuff probably is a little heavier, but maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of a different killer. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Dude, right. The Vince Staples Show, who I guess is a rapper mm-hmm. in real life. I did not know. Yeah. Uh, oh. I kind of like the music in the show, though. So maybe he's good. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah, this was on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. It's mostly just about him and his life. Because uh, it, it is, like, in the show, he's also a rapper, but they don't really, like, make a big deal out of it. It's just him, living, like, getting along with his family and his, mm-hmm. not wife, uh, girlfriend that he's living with. And, uh, yeah, each episode is kind of a different, um, what, problem that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And each episode kind of, it's almost like a sitcom in that each episode resolves itself uh, at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I very much liked it. It was uh, a very, very fun thing to watch, especially when I was sick. I felt like it was good to laugh a little. Yeah, it it definitely had a, it was a little darker than your normal sitcom comedy but it was um, kind of bringing light to like the black experience definitely trying mm-hmm. to do that as well uh, yeah it was good I give it you know I, yeah I thought it was also very funny what it's 6.57 I'm gonna go 7 yeah I will give 7 I like his uh... character being so un- understated like he doesn't mm-hmm. give a crap about anything ever <laughs> it's like he only talks when he needs to talk, right? That's I like that about the character. Uh, the last thing I saw was The House of Ninjas. That was the last thing I on, saw. On Netflix. Uh, this is a Japanese action-adventure TV show. About ninjas. About, uh, about ninjas. and A family uh, of ninjas, right? Yeah. A family of, of uh, ninjas, yes. That uh, have uh, kind of uh, given up their career of being ninjas, mm-hmm. uh, and but then they also have to stop a lot of people that are trying to. Well, they didn't kill them. tell their son about it, right? He doesn't know right. that they're ninjas, but he slow, but he finds out slowly, and now he has mm-hmm. to be a ninja and yeah, fight these bad guys who want to take out their family. Uh, it was, it was good. Um, some of the fun. some of the dialogue. It's hard to tell if it's good 
if it's bad yeah. or if it's just a bad translation, because I watched the dub, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't watch the dub. Okay. Yeah. It was, Some of the jokes were very cheesy, at least in the dub. Very. Yeah. yeah. Um, it felt a, almost Disney Channel, like uh, one of those shows where the whole family has yes. superpowers, but they can't tell yes. the rest of the town. One of one of the yes yeah uh it was fun though you reminded me of something and i i couldn't like put my 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 finger on it and I, when you said disney now that's like it's uh, yeah then it like l- light up a little candle in my brain that's exactly what i would say it is like, i think it's the like family a, thing the whole family experience mm-hmm. that's what makes it feel kind of disney-esque i think probably but I, I think the focus on on it being action uh, as well was like it made it more fun. Oh yeah, the fight choreography, scene. right? Is really good. Yeah, yeah, that's the best part of it. It that whole thing is way above any kind of Disney Channel production. Yeah. It's definitely above mm. production value wise, better than Disney Channel. Um, definitely, and a little more, you know, uh, teenage, more than young like young child right right because there's like but some club scenes complete. where they're at the bars oh, and things like that yeah. right yeah you do see people get stabbed multiple times yeah. yeah but the story itself is cocoa bananas out of this world stupid but um <laughs> well it, but it, it also is kind of feels like a throwback to like old school kung fu movies that don't take themselves yes. seriously at all yeah so i like yeah, that yeah. about it in a way mm-hmm. so yeah yeah no it's not a bad didn't show at all. Mm-mm. I liked it. Uh, I gave it this also seven. Oh, I, I I gave it a six. I think it's it's fun, but like I said, some of the dialogue's a little cheesy. Okay. Um, cool. The trust. Let's. The trust episode six. Uh, yeah, this is also two very very good episodes in a row now. Uh, last week was amazing. This week was even better, I think. A lot of things happened. Uh, the Women's Alliance is definitely fucking dumb because uh, they lost one of their biggest players this week in the old lady that took $25,000 out of the trust, right? Right uh, after they had... Yeah, they played a game... A really easy game that they couldn't possibly have lost. We realized yes. after watching it, we we're like, "There's no way you could lose that game." And they gave mm-hmm. was put into the trust twenty five thousand. Uh, then the old lady takes it right out again when she gets an offer to yeah. go to the room, uh, yeah. or an offer in the room, which nobody really cared about because they all just won it right like a couple of hours earlier probably exactly and didn't really have to even work for it in any way it wasn't like they had to do something grueling to get that twenty five thousand. so no it was nothing i kind of almost think that the people in production were like we got to get rid of this old lady she's doing nothing for this show yeah um yeah oh the description uh snake in the grass a contestant desperately tries to avoid elimination while another's true loyalties come into question the vault, the vault makes an unprecedented offer, which is the one you're talking about with the old lady. Mm-hmm. We got two vaults in this, though, because then yeah. th- in the game, the person had the highest number of cards, which was they played a little poker game of mm-hmm. uh, what answering questions about each other. The one with the highest cards and the lowest cards both got a chance to go to the vault. So. Mm-hmm. 
uh, what else happened is, uh, yeah, the Women's Alliance, like I said, totally fucked up. It was actually one of the boys. It was dying fault. last. It was dying last time because right they kicked out the millionaire guy who was in their alliance, mm. and so then um, the girlfriend who we can never remember the name and the business lady who's always looks mm -hmm. like she's ready to go to the office for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they were both like, wow, if they're gonna kick out that guy who's in our alliance. Mm -hmm. Because they don't like how much money he has, they're willing to. They're probably going to kick out us. So we better. That's when they kind of switch sides to the guys' alliance, right? Because they didn't trust them exactly. anymore. Um, and then the but two was, women in the last episode were like, "We don't trust uh, the girlfriend anymore." So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, the businesswoman uh, totally got screwed over in this episode by uh, Gaspard that gave her uh, one of the. Wasn't it Gaspar? No, I think it was the military guy. Was it the military guy? Remember, because yeah, he was more or less. Yeah, they all came down on him, and then exactly. But she, then she also got uh, called out by uh, what's her name? Uh, I just had her name in my head, and now I can't remember anymore. Uh, the one that's going to get voted out next episode, um, Winnie. Winnie. She she went after her to try to save her own ass, basically yeah. saying, "Oh, she." She's been go going to us and telling us all your secrets, which yeah, we know she was doing that. But yeah. after the Women's Alliance broke up, now she is doing the exact opposite and has been for yeah. at least a few days is what it seems like. Yeah. So uh, the cliffhanger was that we're going to find out probably next episode that Winnie gets voted out. Yeah. Yes, it has to be. So then all that's left probably is to vote out her friend and then I don't think they're going to vote anybody else out. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Tolu is the next one and then um, no one. Right, because we only have a couple more episodes. Two episodes. It, yeah, and we have two episodes left. So it makes sense that that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some TV news. Walmart to acquire Smart TV Maker Viso for $2.3 billion. I have never heard of a Viso in my entire life. I had a Viso TV a while ago, Smart TV. Um, okay. I want to say it was my last TV was a Viso or the TV before that maybe. Uh... But you, I was like, when I saw this, I was like, oh, well, Walmart sells TVs. They're probably buying this TV makers to sell TVs, right? To sell, they're yeah. like, we have a TV brand now. Uh, not quite. Uh, if completed, the deal would give Walmart access to Vizio's SmartCast operating system, allowing the retailer Behemoth to offer its suppliers the ability to display ads on its streaming uh... service devices. Walmart is also ramping up its media and ad business uh, with Walmart Connect. Uh, the move comes as Amazon announced last month it would change its Prime members to two ninety nine a month to keep movies and TV shows ad free. Um, mm. Right. So Walmart's trying to compete with Amazon, and they're trying to make their own streaming service. And so now they're trying to have their own because Amazon has their own Fire TV. Walmart wants to have their own TV brand that will have like you know their Walmart Connect app on it and have all these ads that they can profit off of and they'll probably be 
my guess is they're going to try to price them lower than Amazon Fire TVs at the beginning. Mm. You know what I'm saying? To try to like mm. get into the market, but we'll see. Yeah, that's smart of them. I think this is a clever thing. It's uh, w- it's also just crazy because it's like, oh, when you first read the title, you're like, oh, they're just buying a TV company, and you realize, oh shit, no, they just want to like sell ads to you. They they don't care about mm. the TVs, so the TVs they can sell for super cheap because they don't act that they're not they don't need to profit off the television itself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, if uh, you want to read a book about Walmart, you can read, for example, The People's Republic of Walmart, how the world's biggest corporation are laying the foundation for socialism. <laughs> That's a book on Audible. Okay. Just, okay. Uh, yeah, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC and get a free book and uh, maybe read about Walmart. All right, crazy Eurovision week. Uh, a lot of crazy news and a couple of um, mediocre songs, I would say. Yeah. I liked one better than the other. There was definitely one that was, I think, definitely going to qualify. Um, mm-hmm. And the other two I'm not so sure of, I guess, but there's one. Well, Italy yeah. is in the big five, so oh, that's they true. are going. Right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Italy then, I guess. Yeah, Angelina Mango, a very good name, bad song, uh, with La Noia. Yes, um, kind of standard Eurovision song. I Very. It was, uh, I only saw a bit of the actual live performance, um, mm. but I watched the music video. The song is, is you know... Not really that inspired, but I, I guess no. I can see it doing okay. I, I don't know. I, I I think it will be on the left side of the scoring board. I think they will be in the top uh, 20 somewhere. There's just nothing really huge to take from this other than no. it's just kind of like middle of the road five for me. But it will do good. I think out of... Uh, I, I, I think she's... I've seen her whole live performance, and she does a very good live performance of this song. Oh, okay. I, I I watched the video, and I I actually think the uh, music video does this song a disservice. Oh, like she's she's better at like dancing, and like she's more entertaining in the live performance. Yeah, I mean, from what I saw, it looked good. It just there wasn't a, it wasn't like a huge spectacle. There wasn't any no. prop things happening no like interesting elements to it it was just her dancing right Mm -hmm. and that's pretty standard so i think a five for me i don't know Uh, definitely five yeah but uh, like i said i think it will i i I think it will be doing surprisingly much better than you think oh okay (laughs) yeah uh, but uh, let's talk about the most interesting thing maybe uh, because israel can compete at the 2024 Eurovision, they say. The European Broadcasting Union said Thursday that it it had conducted a review. This is after petitions had been circulating, calling for Israel to be kicked out of the event, um, which we've been talking about for weeks and weeks now, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. The Eurovision Song Contest is a non-political event, and a competition between public service broadcasters who are members of the EBU is not a contest between governments, the EBU Director General said. Our governing body did a review of the participants listed 
for the 2024 contest and agree that Israel Israeli broadcaster uh, Khan met all the competition rules for this year and can participate as it has for the past 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. I, go ahead. And that's 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 uh, interesting to hear, especially when we think of like uh, like we talked about for weeks now, how they disqualified uh, Russia. Right. And right they, away. And they actually addressed that. Uh, it, when asked about that, they said the decision was based on the rules of the events and the values of the EBU. Karen said it was not in the EBU's place to make comparisons between wars, talking about Russia mm. and Gaza. I can that. In the case of Russia, the Russian broadcasters themselves were suspended from the EBU due to their present. Persistent breach of membership obligations and violation of public service values is what they're saying. Mm. I mean, right. we've read plenty of articles where they were quoted as saying they kicked them out because of invading. Exactly. <laughs> invading. So, so I don't. Yeah. I. I just don't know if that's actually true. Uh, but we talked a little about it last week as well. That uh, Finland probably were a little between, like. Should they compete or shouldn't they compete? Uh, the the and they... competitors themselves had come out last week and made a statement that they wished that uh, Israel wouldn't be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they confirmed their participation. Specifically after the EBU came out with their statement, yeah. uh, they, they are now saying that they agree with the with what the EBU says and that they're going to mm-hmm. follow the rules and uh, welcome them with open, open arms, I guess, is what they're saying. Well, talking about uh, Finland, uh, let's talk about their song from Windows Man 95 Man, uh, Windows 95 Man, sorry, uh, with no rules. I don't think they will be allowed to uh, call themselves there in that in Eurovision, but we will see. Yeah, there's discussion. I guess it, they would have to get like copyright uh, clearance from when from Microsoft, right? Is that the whole thing? Mm. Yeah, I don't. It, there's a, kind of an element to it because he's wearing the Windows logo and everything. Um, one of the guys, mm-hmm. but I think they could move it over to something uh, generic enough that could be like Linux. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Linux ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm very happy that uh, they stole Lady Gaga's egg. Uh, what did you think about the song? The song was f- fine. It actually not. I mean, it, the song itself is not that interesting. It's the like performance no. element to this that makes it fun, right? It's yeah, a big. Yeah. It's a comedy song. Uh, well, comedy performance more than anything. The song itself, kind of. It gets left in, left behind by everything else that's happening on stage. I, I totally agree. It's an okay song with a very very funny gimmick, and the two of them, you know, bounce off of each other fairly well. I think the one, the actual singer, like kind of the guy in the jean jacket, which is not. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like a multiple cut out pieces of jean jacket um mm-hmm. yeah, i don't even know he's a good singer yeah and they have like the guys with the jinko jeans they're going for like a 90s feel to this whole thing they have mm-hmm. like the m&m haircuts and everything 
the mm-hmm. like dyed blonde haircuts. It's got a good vibe. It's funny, so it's gonna do really well because people are gonna totally vibe with it. I'm. I oh, give this it a... is going to be in the top ten. Yeah, <laughs> this this is definitely going to be in the top ten. I'm thinking an eight, uh, eight point five. Yeah, yeah. I, I am giving it an eight point five as well. Yeah, no, this is not going to have any problems qualifying at all. It's very funny and very interesting, yeah. and yeah, it's just, like I said, it's just a lot of fun, and people are gonna yeah. Uh, enjoy that about it and just want to see it again and again mm-hmm. hey let's talk about israel again because guess what they will withdraw from the eurovision uh, if ebu disqualifies its song over a political lyrics remember how the ebu just came out for them and said hey this mm-hmm. isn't a political thing so don't don't try everybody stop fuck attacking yeah. them because this isn't political Israeli mm-hmm. newspaper Ynet is reporting Israel's 2024 song may be disqualified because of political lyrics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, citing European sources, the newspaper says the song contains political statements, something observers may have assumed because the song title is called October Rain, in reference to October 7th. So fucking smart. I mean, I said to Luke when we were, because this literally came out in the research of this article like five minutes ago i said this is uh, the reason why they're doing this is to be disqualified so they don't have to be there because they say israel will withdraw from eurovision if ebo disqualifies this song specifically yeah Yeah. speaking to wine at the israeli broadcaster said we will not change the lyrics or the song even at the cost of israel not participating in eurovision it's so smart the broadcaster added the israeli broadcasting corporation is in dialogue with the ebu regarding the song that will represent israel at eurovision (laughs) um in an update from uh, just a minute ago after being selected in an orderly process by the professional committee of the Israel Broadcasting Corporation, the song was passed an- annually for approval by the EBU. The Israeli Broadcasting Corporation said Wednesday that Khan is in dialogue with the EBU. This means mm-hmm. that if it's not approved by the EBU, Israel will not be able to participate in the con- competition uh, in Sweden. So this, yeah... I think, I mean, it's hard to tell, but I think you're right. They're saying, like, we're, it's so smart. We're going to disqualify our, ourselves yeah, yeah. to avoid, it, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very intelligent because then they can, both they can say that, oh, uh, we did everything. Uh, we're, we're, they can complain. That's the whole thing. Like, they can complain about the, being the, disqualified. And uh, then are they, they going to say we were persecuted against because yes, they, yeah, we got the high. It's getting the high ground. I guess so. They yeah, yeah or at least being dating, being able to say, hey, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't get kicked out. We were disqualified. Yeah. Like yes, exactly. The difference between those two things, being kicked out and getting disqualified, mm-hmm. right? Totally. It says something about Belarus made a similar decision in 2021, refusing to amend yes. its song in a way that complied yeah. with the rules and got kicked out. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, no, this is definitely not the first time. So, I think this is uh, smart. If 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 it's going to happen, I think probably it's going to happen. I guess I remember I the think... Belarus controversy, but I didn't remember that it was Belarus. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think DBU sees this as an opportunity to get rid of Israel as well. 
So I think they also will disqualify it because just to avoid they, the yes. the hubaloo yes. and the controversy and the exactly. just uh, protest possibilities and everything else. Yeah, yes. so clever. Okay, let's talk about the Blue Man Group or <laughs> or REM two thousand twenty four. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, with uh, Latvia, with Dons, with Hollow. Uh, what a boring, boring, boring song that will not qualify. I like the visuals, the lighting yeah. effects, and like the you know the background and everything is very good. But there are some good things about this, but uh, it's so fucking boring. It's very generic, as as yeah. lyrically very generic, and um, I mean he's a good singer. I like yes, and but it definitely feels like I said like a '90s throwback kind of song. He even has like the REM look with the his mm-hmm. suit and the, no like the shaved head and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think this. I don't. I don't see people really connecting with the song. No, and it's so it's so generic. It goes like in the one ear and out the other. It's so boring and trite. I don't, I don't believe this will qualify at all. Okay, this is pretty. A pretty good year so far, so I don't really see this qualifying. I st- I would give this a five, also though. I think it's super yeah, uh, definitely. generic in the middle, right? It's so yeah, funny no, I... that hmm? with the Israel thing, it's really funny that before we like last night when I made the news because we just found out about the song thing, I was going to be like, mm. now are we going to cover the Israel so- song? And the, because the Eurovision <laughs> said they definitely can get in. Yeah, I know. Uh, and now it's up in the air again. It's <laughs> The funny thing is that we will probably like uh, do it as a bonus thing just so just for we shits would and giggles. Yeah. Shit and giggles to see if they would have won. Probably not. Yeah. But no, probably not. I mean, Israel have have won before. So. What if they well, I think that's the big thing of this is like they haven't actually released the song yet and so No. The they can't actually come out against it and say that it's a political yet because it hasn't been released. Mm-hmm. So we just have to wait for that to happen. Oh, uh, the EBU has heard it. Oh, that's true. Right. I guess. Yeah. Because, but it actually uh, hasn't. Does it actually have to be released for them to, to like say no? No, they can say no before it gets released. That's the whole thing. Oh, well then this is, this is silly. They should just yeah, say something then. Yeah, I know. It is super silly, but uh, uh, they are waiting. Uh, more or less, the the ball is now in Israel's court. That's the whole thing. Right, okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, I've seen three Oscar movies this week. Uh, what's uh, Have you seen Past Lives? I did, so why don't you talk about something else? Yes. Uh, so I will talk about May, December 1st, I guess. I saw that uh, last week. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Um, I think this is uh, uh, my second best Oscar movie this uh, this year. Uh, I I like The Fall uh, a little better. Um, not that it's called The Fall. I, I don't autonomy of the wall. There you go. A tiny bit better. Um, not bad at all. Really. Good acting. I really like both Julian Moore and Natalie Portman, and their relationship in this movie is like, ooh ha! It's really like 
touch and go. I really felt like uh, both of them did superb acting skills. I will be very surprised if uh, not one of them at least wins something. So, yeah, I see. Maybe I'm, I'd have to look at what it's uh, nominated for. Up but for, yeah, yeah a, something to do. It definitely the writing in it is the best part. Yeah, the I dialogue agree. and everything. So I think. Yeah, I agree. As far as that goes, is it screenplay or something like that? Probably. Yeah, I, I still think uh, I think to run away for for best movie is is Oppenheimer. Probably. But uh, this is yeah, uh, this is a better movie than Oppenheimer. But but I I'm going to give it a nine. I really liked it. Um. Then I saw a movie I promised myself I wouldn't see. So that's a good thing. And. Uh, because I saw, oh, it's a movie about the Holocaust. Oh, that sounds extremely fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I wanted to see uh, a non-American uh, movie about the Holocaust, I guess. Uh, so I saw The Zone of Interest. Uh, if you want to be depressed, look, I very much recommend this. If you are having a little too much fun one day... And you think to yourself, hey, I, I know what I really feel like. I feel like crying for an hour. Um, then you should probably see Son of Interest. It is so fucking depressing. Right. Um, I... So... I can today, this day, not listen to... Uh, the Schindler's this music without getting emotional like and there are I've been in, in Outswitch and uh, I did as, as a youth when I was like 16 years old I was in Outswitch and saw the atrocious things and things like this one of the, th- the things that they do very, very smart here is that they don't show anything because it's all about the family that lives next door to Outswitch. But it's like you see the you see uh, like the smoke coming up from uh, the showers. You, like you, you see things in the background that's kind of like uh, applying to do what's going on mm-hmm. so it's not like showing you the the bad things that's going on like directly but holy fuck it's a gross fucking movie but it's so fucking good and it also when it's about Rudolf Hess that was actually one of the biggest like Nazis in that time um, I really 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 like this movie but I I don't recommend it to anybody because of, <laughs> of uh, how in, entirely gruesome it was. I like I ruined one of my days to watch this, but I I will actually give it a nine. I I think it's a marvelous movie, and I I think it will be the uh, the winner of best uh, foreign film. Okay, um, let's see. Past lives, right? That's what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is Korean, right? I think mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Yeah. But it's this like... is also nominated for uh, best uh, foreign, I think, with the Son of Interest. Okay. I think so. It's mostly based in 
New York, though. Like, the setting yeah. of, the, of the movie. I mean, there's parts of it that... The beginning of it, when they're children, uh, they're in Korea, and these two... Mm-hmm. Uh, a wom- woman and a man grow up uh, as children together, but are separated in mm-hmm. life, which I'd like that the one shot where they're walking down the road and one of them goes up the stairs and the other one stays on the same path. And yeah, in, I have a question And then in you. real life, in, or in, in life, like, mm. she gets really rich and moves to New York and he stays in the same place and stays doing the same yeah. thing. That was so, a very good, you know, it, um, imagery of, of this movie. I have a question for you. Did you get kind of, like, sliding doors feeling of this movie? I mean, it has a few different movies that it felt like. I, I also got um that Bill Murray movie, uh, Translation, Lost in Translation yes, vibes a little Lost bit. Lost in Translation, definitely. Right. Definitely, yeah. It has I a... I it, it definitely has an Oscar, you know, bait feel to it. Um, yes. That's I, what I liked the least about it, actually. But I do enjoy the... I mean, it's a journey, and the ending is the best part of it. Uh, for definitely sure. agree. Yeah, and it 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 takes you. It's not so much about what's happening during the movie as it is like the journey you the take journey to get to, to the ending. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I totally agree. Yeah, that's and that's also why I think it reminded me so much of Sliding Doors, a movie that probably in half of the people listening to this I've never heard of. Go and check it out. By the way, one of the best movies I know. of. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I really liked uh, the sliding door aspect of this movie as well, I, and I think it was very cleverly uh, directed. I think the direction in this movie is really really good, and the acting's very good as well. Everybody's really good in this, mm-hmm. um, at least the three main actors in it. But the there story certain, is so so. There was a certain point where there next to the water like looking at this giant bridge it's like across yeah. from this carousel or whatever mm-hmm. and i was kind of thrown at it because there was an h3 h3 video <laughs> like productions video back in the day where he yeah. did a video at that exact spot i think he was talking mm-hmm. about like a guy a chef uh cooking microwave food or something like that mm-hmm. and i was like thrown out of it totally because they're like standing in, the, in that exact spot and I'm thinking of the yeah, H3 theme song. Funny. Yeah, Yeah, it was very good though. I, it, it's not my cup of tea because it's like a love story yeah. type movie And but like I yeah. said, it's more about the journey than the love story itself. Yeah. So I'd give it a... It's like a 8.5. Oh, I only gave it a 7.5. Yeah. I think the acting put it over the uh, over a bit for me. Like everybody's okay. so it's so well acted. You really feel it like is. these are like this is who these people are. They re- they really embodied the characters. I think one of the reasons is I don't really like Oscar Beatty movies. Sure. And it very much felt like an Oscar Beatty movie. It but, does uh, yeah. seem like there's always a South Korean movie in the in the, in this category every year now for the last bunch of years coming next week we will do our first episode of what we finally have called the show amateur dork cinema with trivial theater i have heard some rumors that uh, there is a thing in production that uh, is coming out this week is it coming out this week i don't i didn't confirm that yet but yes it's coming out soon we'll say that Mm-hmm. It's and, finished. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, we yeah we signed off on yeah, it. Yeah, right? 
You signed off yeah. on it? Okay, good. Yep. Because I did. I didn't really know good. if you had done that yet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and best uh, one yet, culture, I would say. I will definitely say that. So funny. Uh, and in Amateur Dork Cinema, we will talk movies of the news of the week. We will talk movies of the month. Movies coming in March with the Oscar predictions. And maybe, or maybe not, we will do Trust Episode 7 review. Uh, probably. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I guess it just depends on how much t- time it takes. For s- this is all like the first episode. Figure out how much time it takes us to do things. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. We will see. If we have the time, we will do we it. We will do if it. Not, yeah, we'll I think that's the best way to figure that out. Yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, Jeremy Rand. Uh, Ruby Franke and Judy Hildebrand sentenced up to 30 years in prison. Right, they were uh, sentenced to 15 years per count, which there were four mm-hmm. counts. Which would be sixty day or sixty years, sorry, uh, but there's apparently a thirty year uh, maximum maximum in in Utah, mm-hmm. um, so that's what happened there. She, Ruby Frankie, came out and basically blamed uh, Jody Hildebrand. I don't, I didn't hear anything that had come out from her as far as, uh, yeah, yeah it. It's a good it it's a good thing. It I think probably it's weird because it, they're saying one to fifteen years, so we're not exactly sure how much time yet. I guess they exactly. still need to figure that out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have not been uh, well, so I have absolutely nothing else in Jeremy around. Um, there's been a few videos about Iraq faking his videos, uh, mostly okay. based on one. One smaller YouTuber who I think has kind of made it his mission to call Iraq out made a couple v- videos recently with really detailed descriptions of like one specific video where Iraq went to a small community in Canada that is like in the middle of nowhere and the town was doing really badly after the pandemic. He said he went there to donate a whole bunch of money. But what the mm-hmm. video revealed was he actually was like 400 miles away in a resort town hanging out there, not actually in the town he was supposed to be giving money to, uh, which is really dirty. Uh, and also, mm. you know, just faking charity and everything else like that. That was one mm. of the big ones, but that he fakes all these other thing, all these other videos also. But the charity thing is obviously the big one. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm never Iraq is one of those Mr. Beast clone Type channel, I have so. never ever liked him. Uh, yeah, he's very fake, right? That's the thing. Yeah, very. You can tell that he probably is a real asshole when he, the camera turns off. Is my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wasn't he a controversy with uh, Cutie Cinderella as well for having like AI porn of her? Was that Iraq? Okay, I didn't know that. I think so. Yeah. Uh, he seems like, you know, one of those really, uh, you know, one of those YouTubers that's just doing it for the money. Like, he just follows the mm-hmm. trends and doesn't, he doesn't actually, he doesn't have a passion for making or creating something. It's just, I'm here to make money, so I'll do whatever the trend is that's making money right now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Anything um, else? 
Ruby Frankie, Arac, the Jabri Docs. Did you watch that yet? Yeah, that was really good. It's not. There's two of four parts. Is what it sounds like at, about Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. He went really into it. I think he covered everything pretty well. I think there was a few things that he went into that I hadn't heard about. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, same here. Which is surprising because I pretty much followed everything. But he's Jabri's mm-hmm. good at kind of finding these little details that n- nobody has talked about or at least like has avoided or, you know, yeah. Uh, and goes into those things in detail. We'll see what happens with the other two parts. It sounds like the next mm-hmm. part is going to be all about Ghislaine Maxwell, so that should be interesting, because I know her connection to her father, who was, like, connected to British intelligence and all this mm-hmm. other th- stuff. Yeah, interesting. Cool. I have only one thing left. Okay, what was that? Uh, three hours ago, uh, they released the Borderlands trailer. I have not seen it. Are you ready to see it? Um, sure. The TV show? Uh, it's a movie, I think. It's a movie? Okay. Yeah, I have uh, put you a link in uh, your chat. Have you? Because I don't see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then in the other chat. In the normal chat, yeah. Uh, it's with okay, uh, well, well, Kate Blanchett is... and Kevin Hart and Jack Black. So. I'm a... Kevin Hart, my favorite. Um... Yeah, I know. Okay, in three, two, one, go. Oh, trailer for the trailer. Oh, God, I hate this planet. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Would you look at that? A ladder! Unfortunately, my design doesn't facilitate this type of... <laughs> well, destiny awaits. <laughs> the costumes look good so far. Yeah. And that was very Kevin Hart. And they look exactly like the game as well. You better take any help you can get. Special effects there look really good. Mm-hmm. I super enjoyed the game, so I hope this is good. I wouldn't hold your breath, right? But no, especially with Kevin Hart as one of the main characters. Why do you think it's called piss wash? How did it get the name? <laughs> <laughs> it has the borderlands humor, at least. Oh, Bob oh, Lee. I like him. Yeah. Looking for this vault? We have something they don't, baby girl. I like okay. Kate Blanchett uh, with that hair. It, I like how it doesn't move barely at all. The hair just like, yeah. stays exactly the same. <laughs> But uh, that's exactly like the game as well. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. And they did a very smart thing with the bunny there. Yeah. This looks good. The commercial, at least, this... Oh. Oh, that's who... I was like... That voice sounds super familiar. Mine's bigger. <laughs> the font and like promotion, promotional stuff mm-hmm. gives me uh, Suicide Squad vibes, which is a little concerning, but yeah.
That's good. Okay. I'm excited. What's happening right now? I'm expelling the excess lead. Yeah, there's definitely some stupid humor in here, but yeah, and that's exactly like the game. I'm actually a little excited now. Hopefully, that's good. Hopefully, not all the good stuffs in the trailer because there was a lot yeah. of happening in that trailer for sure. Okay, I'm tired. I really want to go to sleep, so uh, uh, goodbye, everybody. Yeah, goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.